a box of chocolates Would I know To stay away oh, I said Hand off his box A box of chocolates Would I eat Them anyway Cause Every time I have Half a mind to leave you Babe that means I have Half a mind to stay your favorite vegetables quick answer that's okay take your time this is pandora's lunchbox it's a show about food i'm mike how you doing and that was a version of the beach boys song vegetables performed by a group called the old soul and i love it so here's the deal vegetables growing and things like that well okay there's an organization in washtenaw county that rescues food but recently they needed to be rescued How does that happen, and what is a food rescue operation? Well, I talked to a fellow from this group called Food Gatherers. His name is Eric. I spoke to him the other day, and I wanted to share this with you because this is something we all need to know. In this economy, sometimes the people doing the rescuing need to be rescued, and then people rescue them, but we can all help rescue the rescuers and rescue each other. Well, it all starts with a great big vegetable, actually. I'm here at Food Gatherers, and Food Gatherers is located at One Carrot Way, and I'm looking at a giant kohlrabi, as a matter of fact. I'm here with Eric Maria of Food Gatherers. Hello. Hi. Uh, could you tell me, first of all, about the kohlrabi, which is 12 pounds, I believe? Yes, it's a 12-pound kohlrabi. We uh, rely heavily on, um, we get a lot of uh, generous people growing food for us and bringing it in, and someone grew this at home, and she mentioned it is organic, so it's a 12-pound organic kohlrabi, so... And it looks vaguely like a turtle. What is a kohlrabi exactly? Uh, it's in the cabbage family. It tastes a lot like a cabbage, a little more solid than not as leafy, obviously. But it's a cabbage family and do similar things to it that you would a cabbage. Now, um, one thing that I, well, first of all, I love about Food Gather is being a food rescue organization that transports more than seven tons of food a day, which is pretty amazing. That's correct. Yes, almost 4.6 million pounds a year. So, yeah. And you've been doing this since 1988. Correct. Correct. We were founded by uh, Zingerman's back in 88. 
But what I've heard, and you can correct me or tell me how accurate I've heard about this, is that food gatherers almost ran out of food this summer, or how, how close is that? Uh, that's true, especially the uh, non-perishable goods for, um, for the many pantries we, uh, that rely on us to fill their pantries uh, to deliver food to individuals. So uh, we were basically out of food, the non-perishable goods, uh, from early July until just a couple, couple days ago, a week ago. We basically, uh, due to demand being up about 35% over last year, uh, and food drives are generally down over the summer, the food drive that used to last all summer just doesn't cut it anymore. So uh, we did run out of food, basically. It's another sign that the economy is affecting all kinds of organizations all, in all kinds of ways. Exactly. And um, more and more people are needing the, the use of emergency pantries to kind of fill in the gaps between jobs or to allow them to concentrate their you know, limited funds on other bills that they can pay. So, You have food now? We do have food. It's started to come in. Some uh, generous people in our community have come through with some canned food drives for us. So uh, it is coming in, and hopefully some more will be coming in soon. What are some of the so what are sort of some of the gaps that you fill in that that need your food? Uh, we work with a number of like I said emergency pantries and um, pantries uh, we help fill the shelves of people uh, low income individuals people that use food stamps to get through a month that don't really make it through a full month uh, food stamps kind of run out after a, you know two and a half three weeks and they need some more food to kind of make it through the the end of the to the end of the month, um, and so they can uh, kind of concentrate spending, you know, covering their the, the other bills that they have. In addition to those, you also have um, a community kitchen, which is on what is the street that's on, and what is the kitchen? The community kitchen is in located in the Robert J. Delanis uh, Center in downtown Ann Arbor on Huron Street. It is a, a soup kitchen where we're cooking and serving uh, 75 meals a month to uh, the individuals in the community and those staying at, uh, at the Delana Center, but it's open to anyone. Uh, we served almost uh, over 93,000 plates of food last year. So the bottom line is that a food rescue organization did need to be kind of rescued for a bit there. That's correct. Well, we rely heavily on you know, the generosity of our community helping to uh, make sure that everyone is food secure, knowing where their next meal is coming from uh, here in our community. Uh, knowing that our neighbors, with the, the number of people that rely on these emergency pantries, um, so we, we rely on that help, and uh, we're, it's starting to come through, and we're able to give back and, and get to the food to the people who need it. And also, uh, students are starting to come back in town, and if a student wants to know how to help food gatherers, I guess there are quite a number of ways you can help out. Absolutely. We, uh, September is actually Hunger Action Month, so we are asking people to go to foodgatherers.org, and there's a lot of ways... Uh, that you, people can help out, an idea for every day of the month kind of thing. Um, we're looking for, we have volunteers that help us deliver and pick up the food, repackage food here in our warehouse, help us cook and serve meals down at the community kitchen. We also, uh, there's canned food drives, of course, we're, we're still looking for more. Um, and always, that's, that's a, an issue. So we're always looking for food, many different ways you can do it, and advocacy, uh, lots of different ways and ideas, again, on our, on our website. So. so foodgatherers.org and also your local phone number is 734-761-2796. The, the need is ever, it has never been greater, and, and it just continues, unfortunately, to go up. Uh, I think the, everyone's all too aware of the uh, dire straits the economy's in, and we're able to uh, you know, help our neighbors. All of the food goes to our neighbors here in Washtenaw County. That's really where we're concentrating our efforts, 
and uh, you, you know your food, everything you give us is going directly to people who need it. And although we are in dire straits, this is the kind of organization, as a food rescue organization, where each individual can make a big difference, and it's the work of uh, a lot of individuals. So every one person that can help, it makes a difference. Absolutely. I think we estimated um, over almost 70% of the work is actually done by volunteers, so sometimes people uh, can't give the money or the food themselves, but coming in and helping us you know, secure that food and going out and getting it um, there's a lot of different ways that, you know, generosity can be translated into, into helping our neighbors. So, Speaking of dreams come true, I, I have to think of Food Gatherers was able to get themselves a really cool address, which is One Carrot Way. That's correct. We, off of Duvarn here, we were um, able to, uh, all things carrot here, we, we love the carrot. It's a very healthy and uh, uh, shelf-stable vegetable that uh, we've, come to adopt kind of as our mascot here and so being able to you know name the street caraway just kind of seemed to fit perfectly so one carrot way that's right food gatherers thank you for speaking with me food gatherers and we're going to go back to that in just a moment but first of all what is food gatherers it's a food rescue organization that i'm happy to say has been rescued but if you want to help out here's the phone number again it's area code 734-761-2196. Nope, let me try that again. Correct to that. 734-761-2796. That's the phone number. 734-761-2796. And their email address is info at foodgatherers.org. And their website is foodgatherers.org. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. I'm Mike. And before we continue with food gatherers, first of all, not everybody likes every kind of food in the garden, but sometimes you just got to get used to it. Spinach has vitamin A, B, and D. But spinach never appealed to me. But one day while having dinner with a guy, I decided to give it a try I didn't like it the first time It was so new to me I didn't like it the first time I was so young, you see I used to run away from the stuff But now somehow I can't get enough I didn't like it the first time Oh, how it grew on me I didn't like it the first time I had it on a date Although the first was the worst time Right now I think it's great Somehow it's always hitting the spot Especially when they bring it in hot I didn't like it the first time But oh how it grew on me younger so I just made the change no longer is the stuff on the shelf 
Cause now I make a pig of myself I didn't like it the first time But oh how it grew on me Cause I've gotten wise, I got enough for two dozen guys. I didn't like it the first time, but oh how it grew on me. I didn't like it the first time, but oh how it grew on me. Julia Lee, thank you Julia Lee, thank you, thank you for that. Probably the best song ever about spinach. That is the spinach song, I didn't like it the first time. You liked it. I liked it. We all liked it. This is Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. I'm Mike. This is a show about food, and we're talking about food gatherers, the food rescue operation that needed to be rescued and was rescued. And again, more information, you can call them at 761-2796. That's area code 734-761-2796. And their email, no, let's get right to their web address, which is foodgatherers.org, to volunteer to find out more about them. Had another word with Eric of Food Gatherers about a fun side of the place. They have a little shelf out there in the hallway. Well, let's just, uh, let's start from scratch, shall we? So out here in the hallway, we have quite a unique little... uh, museum of sorts what's this here we do want you know food that's going to be safe and healthy for everyone so we get certain products as you can see that are are from uh literally decades ago that just aren't suitable for distribution anymore uh some things that are just more fun some of our smoked meats and canned meats of elk and alligator and rattlesnake uh squid and octopus and then uh Ushi peas from england i assume exactly and we have uh, of course haggis and oh, our yes. stuffed haggis we, we love it actually this haggis came in yesterday this is a can of scottish haggis with uh, a little stuffed animal sitting at the head of a stuffed animal <laughs> sitting on top it's apparently the 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 scots have a sense of humor and they they it's had sort of a cult following haggis so they made a stuffed animal called a haggis and oh. one of our volunteers was out and in, in uh visiting scotland and brought that back with them so um and all different kinds of things an interesting bottle of banana ketchup which i've never seen myself banana ketchup wow you never know what you're gonna find unadulterated roadkill mm. which <laughs> that's is, what the can says is always tasty yeah. um uh, milkfish. What's milkfish? I, I don't know. I don't know either, and I don't think that I want to know. <laughs> so we're going to leave that right up there. We have that, and then and some things down on this end here I think are interesting. Cashew juice, which I'm not sure how you get the ca- the juice mm. the juice out of a cashew, but they do it. Um, some dried anchovies and uh, just some interesting things that uh, Scrapple, which they say has everything but the oink in it. <laughs> so um, blueberry pe- blueberry pizza topping. Well, well, nothing, you know, why not have a nice blueberry pizza? Right, sure. Right. Well, why not? Of course. Um, so all, all different kinds of things. Just things we find, like I said, interesting, exotic, that might not be perfect for a general distribution. So they make it up here into the Wall of Fame. 
in the exotic food museums. And the hobo soup I see here. Yes. Again, it's more for the label. Some of it, there's an aesthetic, you know, aspect that goes into yes, of course. the keeping of the, of the museum, too. So. And I don't know what go-go squeeze is, but I must go find some of that, whatever that is. Oh, yes. Uh, it's applesauce that you can squeeze into your <laughs> mouth as you're walking around. That's the go-go, I believe. I'm not sure. And in Ann Arbor, you know, we're all on the go, so. Exactly. It's a, the perfect fit here. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Go-go squeeze or squeeze a tomato. Squeeze a tomato. That is if you have your right size tool. Oh, yeah. Some wonderful Jamaican music there. 
not reggae, but Jamaican. It's good to know about other kinds of music from that wonderful isle. That is the Jolly Boys from their album Sunshine and Water, and that is called Ripe Tomato. We've been talking about harvesting. We've been talking about food gatherers. And I also want to mention that Food Gatherers, the food rescue operation in Washtenaw County, has just added some new things this year. It's been around since since the late 80s, and yet there's always new things happening with grants that they receive. One of the things that they've started just this year is a large garden on their grounds. Their, their, their place is at One Carrot Way. It's off Duvarin Road. Again, the directions are at foodgatherers.org. But this garden is large, and it's maintained by staff and volunteers. It grows high-yield, high-nutrition vegetables for immediate distribution to food banks and meal programs, also for preservation for the winter months. One of the new initiatives taken on by food gatherers recently. And gathering of food is taking on a lot of different aspects in this rough economy right now. And again, the positive side of it is just one person can help by volunteering for food gatherers, volunteering for food banks. But there are a lot of challenges. Places like Michigan and Ohio and other places around the country have come up with the idea of gathering food cheaply by recruiting inmates to gather the food and to feed the hungry. This is an article from the Associated Press I just want to take a moment to tell you about. The nation's food banks are struggling to meet demand. They're turning to prison inmates for free labor to help feed the hungry. Several states are sending inmates into already harvested fields to scavenge millions of pounds of leftover potatoes, berries, and other crops that otherwise would go to waste. Others are using prisoners to plant and harvest vegetables. A spokesman for Feeding America says, We're in a situation where without their help, the food banks absolutely could not accomplish all that they do. The number of Americans who could not afford food jumped 30% from December 2007 to December 2008, according to a survey from the group Feeding America. Demand at some pantries has more than doubled as job losses and wage cuts have strained family budgets. State governments with their own historic revenue shortfalls, Michigan's is quite historical, can't keep pace with the need. Many have cut budgets of social service agencies, including those that provide food assistance to the poor. Texas and Arkansas plan to enhance their food bank work training programs, which provide labor and help make offenders employable when they're released. Food banks use inmates to sort, clean, shelve, and cook food. Another food rescue operation, if you will. That's an article in the Associated Press. And I also want to go back to that, well, that 12-pound vegetable, the kohlrabi that I saw there at the food gatherer's offices. Big old vegetable related kind of to a cabbage. Maybe it is related to a cabbage. Maybe they're cousins. I don't know. Identical cousins, and you'll find they slice alike, they dice alike. No, we won't go there, but... On a website called straightfromthefarm.net, there is a recipe for kohlrabi and squash empanadas. And I want to take just a moment to read a little bit of that. Just here's some of the ingredients. Three cloves of garlic, finely minced, one inch of ginger, peeled and grated, two medium kohlrabis, peeled and cut into small cubes. If you've got a 12-pound one like I saw the other day, that's not medium. It's very much larger than medium. One summer squash, large, cut into small cubes. Two large scallions, both white and green parts, finely cut. One radish, minced, optional. 
why why would you even uh, give up on anything when you have a chance to throw everything you can into a recipe? Why would anyway? One tablespoon extra virgin olive oil, a tablespoon of butter, salt and pepper to taste, a dash of freshly grated nutmeg, a box of pre-made pie crust, or make your own, or one batch of homemade, yes, or one egg. These are all in the kohlrabi and squash empanadas. Okay, here's the spelling for kohlrabi, by the way. K-O-H-L-R-A-B-I. And this recipe is at straight from the heart. No, straightfromthefarm.net. And other things you might grow on a farm, all kinds of things, all kinds of spices, all kinds of things like mint. But if you go down the wrong path, the mint could do you in. Now turn in your quizzes. That's right. Why did the host say some things you grow in a garden could send you down the wrong wrong path? I can't have the wrong path of the, the talking. I can't but talk. 
Why did the host say that some things you grow would send you down the wrong path and then play an instrumental? Because the instrumental was by Ray Charles, and it's called One Mint Julep. And if you grow mint and you make mint julep, it's an alcoholic drink, and it'll send you down the wrong path. Okay, this is Pandora's Lunchbox. We're just wrapping up here. Arwolf is ready to help us to face the music in just a moment. And he mentions, speaking of mint, that his mint in his garden is flowering. So that's very exciting. I want to quickly mention, if you're going to the Iowa State Fair, I know lots of you after this show are going to fly out there. Unfortunately, the Michael Jackson butter sculpture will not be there. They were going to make a Michael Jackson butter sculpture. Alas, it was voted down. It was one of the most beloved traditions at the annual Iowa State Fair. Not the Michael Jackson butter sculpture, but the butter cow. Renowned butter sculpture Norma Duffy Lyon started the tradition in 1960 and created life-size butter cows, as well as celebrities, well-known fictional characters, and even a butter recreation of the painting American Gothic, all made of butter. There is a new butter sculpturer, however... The idea of a Michael Jackson butter sculpture turned out to be controversial, and so there is no Michael Jackson butter sculpture. Somebody out there right now, please make a Michael Jackson butter sculpture. Let us all know about it. We need one. Now more than ever, with all that's going on right now, we need a Michael Jackson butter sculpture. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox and WCBN FM Ann Arbor. And I don't think Arwolf will mind if I end the show with another song about gardening and about uh, no double entendres in this I just checked this is the Bonzo Dog Doodah Band and I'm going to bring a watermelon to my girl tonight thank you thank you for listening Pandora's Lunchbox every Thursday at 6.30 and enjoy your evening Bonzo Dog Doodah Band. I think that was when they still had Sam Spoons uh, playing the 
spoons. Thank you, Mike. It's a minute past seven. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor, 88.3 megahertz. Time for Face the Music, and as fortune would have it, I'm in exactly the same sort of mood as Mike has left us in collectively. We have a a special dose tonight from a band billed as the Goofus Five. (laughs) 